everybody, and welcome to Humble and Hungry. I'm your friend, Natalie Poucher. How's everybody doing? Happy Monday. Um, I'm excited for today's episode. I have Jackie, my sister, on. Uh, we're talking about some hard shit, let me tell you. We're just, uh, we're, we're getting into the details of, you know, the pregnancy and the miscarriage and talking about things that I feel like I've never really heard anyone talk about, uh, even in my... Like, I guess only in my close circle, but nowhere else. And I just feel like, you know, it's a conversation that should be had that that is it's healthy to have. And, um, you know, we're just we're we're talking about all of it. And she's being super vulnerable. And I love her for this and for sharing her story. And I just hope that uh, if it helps at least one of you, then our job here is done. Uh, So I really hope you guys appreciate and enjoy that portion of the show. And uh, and then we lighten it up. We did this on Patreon Live. And if you were on the live, then you heard all of it. And it's up on Patreon right now. I'm actually going to uh, have a little teaser uh, at the end of sort of the heavy stuff about all the fun things we talked about on Patreon. But there's just some things that, you know, it's got to live on Patreon. It It can only be said on Patreon. Um, and I love you guys, and I don't, I don't mean to exclude you, but there's just some shit that I can't say <laughs> um, for many, many reasons. But we put together a little compilation of what, of what you're missing uh, over on Patreon. And if you guys want to be part of that, you guys can go ahead and go to my uh, website, nataliepouchet.com, uh, or my Instagram, and you guys can, can join, join the family, join the Patreon family there. But without further ado, please welcome... My sister, Jackie Couchet. I mean, <laughs> that's not her name. Jacqueline O'Brien. Without further ado, my sister, my beautiful, gorgeous sister, Jacqueline O'Brien. Just FYI, Timmy might come out of okay. the bathroom. As long as he's not naked and with his pants around um, his ankles. Uh, if I do, I'll have to just like... <laughs> If he doesn't have his pants around his ankles, just shuffling. (laughs) If you go, if you see me freak out, it's because Tim is is in the bathroom. Um, Okay. I think we have some people already here live. Hi, everybody. Um, I have the chat box open. So if you guys want to say hi, ask questions, feel free to just like dive in. That's the whole point of this live. Um, But let me just do a quick little hello, everybody. Thank you for being here. Welcome to Humble and Hungry. I'm your friend, Natalie Poucher. I have my beautiful sister. Um, I called you Jackie Poucher earlier. Like when I did my other intro and I was like, <laughs> that's definitely not her name. It's Jacqueline O'Brien. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Natalie it and Jackie. Is. Sending love. Hi, hi, hi. Um, yeah. So, okay. I feel like we have a lot to talk about today. Yeah. So it's going to be probably like an emotional so- roller coaster a little bit. Right. So yep. trigger warning, right? Topics. Yep. Talking miscarriages, Not pregnancies, easy. loss, you know, all of that. Um, and then I'll, we'll, you know, we'll at the end dabble a little bit of other stuff that's going on. Um, but I feel like maybe yeah. we just, yeah. We'll but I feel up. like we should probably just like dive in a little bit on what's going on. Let's do uh, it. Okay. So basically everyone, um, I think is sort of up to date with, with what's happening. I had basically teased a little bit that someone in my family or not someone in my family, but someone close to me was pregnant and I couldn't share. Um, 
And so I was sort of like waiting to announce it. And then obviously um, I had been giving everybody the update that I was going to do IUI and and it happened to be at the same time we sort of – this whole thing sort of unraveled. So let's sort of like totally. take it back to like what people don't know. Um, okay. So you guys had sort of not not been trying, right? Yeah. I have not been on birth control for like maybe two years. Um, I was trying to figure out my hormones and I just didn't like the way I felt with the birth control. I was going through like hormonal acne. I was gaining weight. So I got off of birth control, hoping that maybe that will help me regulate just my hormones. And then Tim and I would always joke around like, well, if it happens, yeah. it happens. Whatever. You already have ha, two ha, ha. babies. So it was like, okay, a third maybe yeah. like, fine. And mind you, this was a conversation we had almost two years ago when I got off of it because I was like, hey, listen, just so you know, like I'm not going to be on birth control and then he was, you know, joking. We would always say like, oh, if it happens, it happens. Well, two years later, it happened. And, and it's funny because we both had been like, wait, that's so weird that like you still haven't gotten pregnant. And it's not like, right? it's not like you guys years? don't have sex. I mean, you guys definitely have sex. We have sex. We have unprotected sex. We don't do a pullout method. Like just it straight, is like God's just, plan. It's the it, Hail Marys it, it, of yes, like, okay, God's well, plan. you know. Uh, which is again, and, and, and I've been off of it for two years and I've been trying for two years and I can't get pregnant. So like we would, we've both been in this like weird, like, yeah. And it's like every month we sort of like check in on each other. Like, Hey, did you start? Hey, did you start? So it's been this like constant with us. And so then you basically get the, Oh my God, like I've, I'm late. Like it's still not starting. So my last period yeah. So it happened in April. I was like, okay, got my last period, you know, jotted it down. So here comes May. May rolls around first weekend of May. And I'm like, mm, I should be getting my period this weekend. Nothing happened. So that's when I started freaking out going, I think I'm But you took tests and it was negative. So started for two yeah. weeks, I took tests and it was negative. And then finally, I saw like the faintest little line that I was pregnant. And Tim's like, there's no way. No, that's no, no that can't be. And oh, speaking of here, he doesn't have his uh, chonies <laughs> down to his ankles. Tim, do you want to say hi? Do you want to say <laughs> hi to Patreon? Everyone. Oh, yeah. hi, Tim. <laughs> say hi. Hi, family. Uh-huh. Uh, so yeah. So now I'm like, okay, maybe it was weak or maybe I've been pregnant this whole time. So I immediately call my doctors and was like, hey, I'm based on my last period. I should be about six weeks. So they said, come on in. Let's do the ultrasound. So I don't know, third week of May, I go in for my first ultrasound. And the tech's like, "Mm, sweetheart, you, I don't see anything. Like there is nothing there. And I'm like, how can it be? I'm like, I should be about six, seven weeks. And she's like, honey, you got pregnant in the parking lot. There's nothing there. I'm like looking at Tim going, what the hell is going on? So she's like, if you're not regular and you don't ovulate regularly, like you could be off. Maybe you ovulated late. Like who knows? So now I'm like, okay. So she's like, let's come back in 10 days. But they didn't didn't do any sort of like blood work to see if you were for sure pregnant or like another test. Sorry. Okay. They did. 
So then they did blood work. So I did three, three rounds of blood work. And sure enough, it was like, yep, you're pregnant. And it was doubling, doubling, doubling. So then I went back for a second ultrasound. And at that ultrasound, they were like, oh, we see a little sack. There is something there, but we don't see a heartbeat mm-hmm. yet. Oh my God. I'm like, okay, so here we go again. Third ultrasound. Now they're like, we see a heartbeat and you're about seven weeks. I was like, okay. So now I felt like, yeah, there is a baby. Here we go. However, I had a miscarriage before Liam. So my very first pregnancy, I had what was called a missed miscarriage. And a missed miscarriage means that your body doesn't recognize that the fetus is no longer Mm -hmm. viable. And typically in a miscarriage, the day of the next day, women start to feeling the cramping. That's when they bleed. And then they have the miscarriage. Naturally. Well, and then they pass. So when I went with my first one, that was seven years ago, the baby had stopped growing. Yeah. Seven years ago. I had, um, when I went in, the baby had stopped growing at about eight weeks and I didn't know or find out until about 10 weeks. So that's when they have to go in and do a DNC, which is, I don't even know the medical term of it, but basically they dilate you and then they scoop everything out and they clean out your uterus. How painful, how painful is that? Or whatever. Honestly, the first one was not painful at all. You go in, I came out, I was fine. You cramp maybe a little bit, you bleed a little bit and then you're fine. Mm -hmm. And then I didn't get pregnant with Liam until about six months later. So now I had two viable, perfect, great pregnancies. However, with each one of those, I always had a fear, right? right? Like, let me get through the first 12 weeks. Let me get through the first 12 weeks and I feel like I'll be okay. Which I think is the fear of a lot of women. That's why they don't announce it. That's why they don't want to talk about it. And that's why it's like, you don't ever hear until, you know, they're like four months in and you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and- it's hard because the first one, you know, having a miscarriage before you have kids, like now that I can compare the two, um, the first one is hard because you, it, there's so many mm-hmm. what ifs. What if my what if my pregnancy journey is going to be hard? What if I can't have kids naturally? What if there's just so first, many like, question many marks? You don't, you have, and, and you don't even so know many. what to expect. So it's just like on top of that, you're only hearing no, things no. from he said, she said, and like okay, like, could it be? Could it not be? Yeah. It's, it's just like, and everyone's pregnancy journeys are so different. And again, like I had no, I think in our family, at least, I think I was the first to have a miscarriage. So it was like, not really common in our family. Did mom have one? Like we had aunts. I I thought she had a miscarriage. She she might've. You may have to ask her. I don't remember. Okay. Um, so so with the with Liam and Sophia, I because of my fear of this, I would always ask to have like another ultrasound around the 9, 10, 11 weeks just because I knew that if I made it past that, like right. we're good. So this time around, I did the same thing. I'm 7 weeks, so I was like, "Hey doc, can I come back in 4 weeks? I should be about 11 weeks. Can I do another viability like ultrasound. And he was like, absolutely no problem. And when that. you first went in, you were like, Hey, should I, I had a miscarriage. Like, should I be taking anything? They got you on progesterone, but like you had to be the one to advocate and be like, hello. Like I've already had a miscarriage. Like, don't you guys like need to do something? Make sure. Sh- yeah. Do some. 
And they and they reaffirmed me saying you had two two in between two healthy children. You're fine. You are just as likely to have a miscarriage as anyone else. Like your 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 probability, right. your statistics of having another miscarriage is like I don't I don't want to say slim, but he was like he didn't feel like I could have another miscarriage. Don't you think so, that's like? But in my weird. mind, I mean. I feel like any woman, if she's had a miscarriage, is already, I feel like, right. at a higher risk. I mean, you would think. I mean, we could be totally wrong, but you would think. Correct. And I could be. But I was still very yeah. nervous about it. And again, from the very beginning of this pregnancy, I felt like it was just weird. It was off. It wasn't certain. It wasn't like, yep, So when you went in and they started to say, okay, you're seven weeks, you were like, wait a minute, that doesn't add up math-wise, like when, I, when you would have technically ovulated, technically. Correct. So when you th- right. so when you thought so, you were already pregnant, you ha- probably had gotten pregnant that weekend. Oh, yeah, yeah. I got pregnant the weekend I was supposed to get my period, and like TMI. But you know how like sometimes if you have sex, it'll like trigger yeah. your period yeah, to yeah, come yeah. faster. Yeah, you like let's troubleshoot this so, shit. Like let's just get yeah. <laughs> so I said, hey, your weekend's up. Like I should be getting my period this weekend. So if you want to do it, like we got to do it now. And I think that's when I got pregnant. When you already thought like, okay, maybe I'm already pre- I thought I was in the safe zone. I thought like, oh, so you I'm ovulated start. like we're freaking- totally good. Who knows? Like four weeks later. Which is in in and if you looked at my history the past eight, nine months, I was every thirty two, every thirty days. So weird. It was so weird. So then fast forward, Tim and I it's the day before Sophia's birthday. So on July 13th, we scheduled the, whatever, the third ultrasound and go into the tech. And she's like, oh, like, why are you here, sweetie? And I was like, well, viability. I've had a miscarriage before. And she's like, oh, okay. That makes sense. Why? Like, cause normally you wouldn't right. come in at like the 10 weeks like that. So she was like, okay, no worries. So she starts the ultrasound and this bitch went so fast. She was like, boom, 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 boom. Took the pictures, was like, I'll be right back. I looked at Tim and I said, this is bad. I was like, I don't think there's a baby. I think, I think we lost the baby. And he looks at me, he's like, why, why, why do you say that? Like, maybe it's twins or maybe something they're going to, I don't know. Like, yeah. what if it's something else? And I was like, mm, I personally don't think so. I said, watch, the doctor's going to walk in with her. Sure enough. My doctor walked right in and was like, I'm so sorry. I mean, you could see the sadness and like he held my hand. He was like, I'm really, I'm really sorry. And that's when, you know, I started tearing up, but I was also in shock, but also kind of felt like that's why I came in that day, like just to get assurance. And mind you, and mind you, this like whole time, you know, once Jackie got that positive, it was like, Okay. We, I mean, I was like going, I was like, we're doing IUI this month, no matter what, like we had tried, you know, that, that prior month, because when you found out I was about to ovulate. So I was like, okay, maybe this is the time. So we were just every single day, like, okay, okay. Like let's, we got to bump bellies. We got to do this together. Like how amazing. Yeah. Our babies are going to have each other. I mean, we, we just, it's the dream, right? It's like, you just have all these plans and like the baby shower and the this and, and the hopes. yeah, and so it was a lot of hope. Yeah, and it's like, and I think that that's part also of like 
the sadness and the, the grieving yeah, process, the, the mm-hmm. loss, right? So, okay, so you basically get that information and then. So Tim and I are just like trying to process it all. We're sitting outside of the doctor's office on a bench and we're just like holding hands and just having a moment of like, this just happened and we're grieving together. We're talking through it. And again, I, it didn't hit me emotionally. Like I wasn't bawling. I wasn't like a hysterical mess. It was just like, fuck, like, fuck. That's all I could remember was just like, fuck, this sucks. This fucking sucks. And then, um, and I think I was also just dreading telling the kids because we had told them and they were so excited. Liam was so excited. Yeah. I mean, Liam was so excited. And he's like, I've been praying for this. And I'm like, you did, kid? When? Aww, I didn't know you were praying for this. Boy. I know. So it was. It was and then sad. you guys came over. We, You basically called us. And then we all went to Jessica's house. And, you know, Jessica had the kids at her house. And so then that's when you had it basically. Yeah. We told them. So that was. Probably the hardest was just telling them and seeing Liam cry. And that's like when your heart and your soul just like yeah. break into a million pieces. Because then they also were like, oh, is the baby going to bunk with me or you? Or like, it was like a whole, again, it's just like this like dream that it's just so sad. It's so sad. Yeah. I mean, for, for, for about two weeks, we were talking about it, yeah. planning for it. The cars and like, you're going to get a bigger car. Yes. And then like, it was just all of like all of it. Yeah. All of it. All of it. And so, so there was a question. So basically, so that was Thursday, Friday. It was Sophia's birthday. So we spent the day at Disneyland probably didn't help my cause walked like seven, And at seven, that point you miles. weren't bleeding anything said, again. Like your body didn't know it was a mis- no. miscarriage again. Correct. And so they said, Correct. you know, come back next week and we'll do the DNC. Come right. Monday. So it was Thursday and they had scheduled me for Monday to do the DNC. Um, so I was like, okay, like, and at this point, Sophia's birthday, I'm not going to take away from her. I don't want her. I don't want her Liam or Sophia. I didn't want them. Remember almost Trump. Yeah. Remember this and, and remember this as a traumatizing time where, you know, they saw me crying or like hysterical or like almost like depressed or like on the couch and like not doing anything. Like I try to keep things as normal as possible but talking with the them loss, about right. loss. No, you're about, not ignoring yeah. it. You're you're talking to them about it, but also no. like in a very healthy no. way. Absolutely. Just that this happens sometimes. And it's funny, like Sophia's savage. And she was like, well, mom, you got two dead babies and you have two alive babies. <laughs> She's also four <laughs> or just turned five, but like they don't know. Yeah. Remember she, remember mind. Piper was like, She's so like, what happened? And then, and then Sophia's like, the baby died. Remember, she's like, God messed up. God messed up. <laughs> like, damn, bitch. Okay. Okay. Savage. But in her little mind. That's, right. Like, it, that's that how she can express it. it. And that's what she said. So Friday, spend the whole day. I even said, I was like, are you sure? Probably. Over yeah, those it. rides are just like jiggling you, like just like shaking. <gasps> it's not good. Shaking it all up. So Saturday. So Friday, we spent the day at Disneyland. Saturday was her planned birthday party um, in Newport. Once upon an island. And yeah. 
Once Upon an Island. So which they dress up I'm all the kids in mermaids and the boys in pirates and it's the most adorable thing. All, yeah. But I wake up Saturday morning and I just feel like the worst, worst period cramps. And I'm sitting on the toilet and I'm like, something is going to happen. I feel like something is just going to like yeah. burst out. And then you say like you and felt like you had to poop, I look at t- which when you're about to give birth, it also happens like a bunch of, like it's like those pressure on your ass and you just feel like you're going to like shit yourself and you just sit on the toilet. And I was, con- and I was like, am I going to shit? Am I going to, what's going to come gonna out? What am I going right to find? By the way, what are you going to see? Yeah. It, it's, it's the fear of the, that unknown is what sent me to the hospital because I said, uh, uh-uh. which they did tell I you though, if you, if you start home. bleeding, cut, just go to the ER, didn't they? They did. They said, if you start bleeding or heavily bleeding, come in, mm-hmm. you can come in. So sure enough, I started getting more like red blood, which is like fresh blood, not the yeah. brown, not that stuff. So when I saw there was that, a clot I immediately in it. told so him, it's like, yeah, I, I immediately told him and I said, this is happening. Like it's going to happen today. And I said, so here we go. Here's the plan. You just need to show up to the birthday party. They'll do have everything for you. Just be there on time. I called you and I was yeah. like, okay, Avengers mm-hmm. assemble. I need your help. And sure enough, you took care of everything. Thank of God. Of course. Thank God. I mean, yeah. And then mom so, was able to meet you at the, at the hospital. Jessica was off, you know, doing her hoe things with her. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> she was with the new with the new man and the kids, and they were all at the river or something. So, yeah, she went to the yeah. so she was out of town. But it um, it you know thank God it, like that part at least worked out you know and yeah and thank God that I was able to do and go to the hospital. The kids again were exactly. kind of distracted and they still had their fun. I didn't take away from Sophia or you know like this dramatic you know crazy. Yeah. Uh, experience. And so we get to the hospital and they check me in. And then the, basically the doctor came in and was like, like you're passing, like you're going to pass it or you're, you're, you're in the process. Do you want to stay? And do you want to do the DNC? And I was like, app. And at that point, why? Cause you and didn't want to have to like pass it naturally. One, I was on morphine. Okay. I had the worst. It was the most painful, most more, I would say more painful than labor. Why is that? Did you ask them why? What's contracting? Like what's happening? Everything, your uterus, like, but is it like contractions? All trying to come out. I don't know if they're contractions, mini contractions, cramps. Like, I don't know. I mean, I guess your body is still trying to, I don't know, pass it. And then everything yeah, else that it's like been c- contracted yeah. out. Yeah. So, and that was, you know, that was another fear. Like, what if everything doesn't come out? What if something stays well, we up? Well, we had a friend, like, right? Remember and- we had a friend who mm-hmm. had a baby and then there was still placenta left in there and she was having gnarly contractions afterwards and it was like, an, it was starting to get infected. And so they had to go in there and basically do a DNC after she had the baby a natural, a natural birth, natural right? Birth. So it's like you just never know. Yeah. Like, but wait, how do you know if no. everything is art like is past? I don't know. I don't know. And that's 
again, the unknown and my, it was, that was one of my fears. And then the second one was seeing it, right? Like the thought of holding it, seeing it in like, I, I, like the bloody, like, yeah. I couldn't, I could not. And I'm sitting there in, in the emergency room. Like they gave me a bed, thank God. And I'm like, give me the morphine. So like every hour I was getting another dose of morphine. And then ev- with every contraction or cramp, like I could just feel the blood just coming out and coming out. Do they just give out. you like and a I'm big like, pad on the, on the thing? Or like how did, what do you, what? Yeah, I'm like, I'm, yeah, I'm laying on a pad and me and mom are just, she's helping me clean up. Like she's helping me like, I don't know. Like I was like, I didn't want to lay in my own blood either. So I'm like constantly like, cleaning. Like what do women and, and do? Like, do you just like sit on the toilet all day and you're just like, just letting it? Or do you like wear a big like pad? Pad? I, like it's. I don't know. And these are the things no one talks about. I know. You don't know. And then it's like, you know, and then I'm sure, right. If it's at six weeks, at seven weeks, at eight weeks, at 10, what at 14 weeks, I'm sure there's different totally, levels too, totally. right? And then it's like, what do you do with it? What do you do with your little baby? We were what talking do do about this it? the other day and it was like, I, we had a girlfriend who had one and had a miscarriage and she said that she saw it and it was like, you could see like its little mm-hmm. eyes or something trying to like develop. And it was just like, oh my God. And then what, you had another friend that like buried it in her backyard, right? Because in what the do, you can't just flush it down the toilet like a goldfish or like like how Riley likes right. it. Right. I don't know. And, and yet some women probably have. And it's probably the most right. heartbreaking oh. moment of your life. Right? Like I just – it's it's too much to even like think about or even process that women do this and they do this alone. Right? It's so fucked up. And I think that's what's so traumatizing and so – Part, also part of that yeah. grieving process, both physically, yeah. right? There's totally. that one part, which is the physical part. And then the second one is yeah. emotionally and then mentally, right? Like heartbreaking. And that's why I think people get like traumatized by it. Cause it's like, you don't, like, you can't even express it, explain it. Like it's, it's just like unfathomable, like just wild to have to do that. And then I mean, like, do you have your husband there? Like, is he holding your hand? Are you just literally by yourself? It's like probably the most isolating thing ever because you're just like. It's, yeah, there it is. <sighs> okay, but we should probably Google, is there a way to actually like, what do you do with it? I don't, so one thing I did learn or, or heard is that prior to 20 weeks, like if let's just say I had a, a DNC at 20, 20 weeks in one day, they, it's no longer considered like a, a product of conception or something like, it's not yeah. like a specimen. It's Actual. now like they'll give it to you in a box. Like, so you can like bury your baby prior to that. So heavy. if it's a DNC, they just, they keep they it. They do. See, like, what do they do with it? I would mm-hmm. ask them. I don't, I, I, who knows at this point, but I did do genetic testing. So I'm still waiting for the results. Yeah, how long is that going to take? Um, I don't know. It's already been two weeks and I'm like constantly checking my chart and it's like nothing. They, it, I did tell you that we did talk to Scott about it just to like mm-hmm. find out anything, which I mean, God, please don't send us to hell. Um, but he said that um, the baby didn't want to incarnate. Incarnate. Because, um, it was not healthy. 
Yeah. And I would have had like genetic yeah. disorders. And then you had a dream with our aunt who passed. Yeah. Um, and, and she just kept saying genetic ear disorder. Like I literally woke up and that's, and Jackie and also like, has okay, these, Jackie also has these was. weird dreams where like, if someone's pregnant around her, she knows the sex, she knows when someone's pregnant, she knows like, and your dreams always come true, but only around babies. It's so weird. It's very weird. Yeah. Like I can count them. Like I have at least 10 people that I've called You've out. You've never been wrong. Like, mm, you're pregnant. And the gender. Mm-mm. And the gender. So crazy. Um, and then the craziest Weird. part was that like the day you found out, we ended up having this dinner, which I also told, but whoever missed it, we had, you know, our cousin's dinner and one of our cousins who were really close with announced that they were having a baby. And I think that, I think that had you not heard that news, you probably would have been okay. But I think that is what really like rocked you emotionally. Do you? Again, it's the, it's the. What could have been. What mm-hmm. could have been. That's it. It's just the what could have been. Yeah. People, you know, that you're the closest with and, and being able to, and we're big on family, right? And having and knowing that our our kids could have had their cousins and they would have had their little clan and they would have had their little support group and they would have grown up were, together. They were like three days. They would have been like three days apart. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that part. You Which just- again, I think, I think women don't talk about that enough. It's like, I, I had a, a friend who um, lost her twins and, um, and then, you know, one of her really good girlfriends, like right around that told her that she was pregnant and she was like, should I not have told you? Should I like, do I-? and, and she was like, no, yeah. of course, tell me you know, I, I'm so happy for you. But then she told me, she was like, honestly, I didn't want to hear it. Like I, but I can't tell her no, like you shouldn't have told me, but like she probably should have waited a little bit is what she told me. Right. Like it was kind of like the, yeah, the timing was not great, but that was for her own, but everyone is different, you know? And it's like, how, like, what is like, what's politically correct and what's not like, how do you navigate that? Like, and then, and then I was supposed to do my IUI Start, like yeah, like that three week. days after that, and I was like, "There's no fucking way, yeah, I'm gonna go into this process like happy and excited and like, no, like it just didn't feel right. It was like not, and I mean, you gave me your blessing and bless you for that, but I think we both knew like it's just a little too soon. It's just we can't like, I don't think we could fully, fully enjoy that process, and it just didn't feel right. Well, you, yeah, no. And, and that was your decision because had you been like, you know what, I'm still going to try. I know I would have been 100% behind you. Right. Um, and there's a little bit of guilt for me too, because I don't want to feel like, you know, I'm delaying anything or I changed your mind on anything, but I know this is your journey too. Right. And this is you having to really want to get pregnant. Yeah. No, I, I just feel like we are so close that we wouldn't, I, I I just, I just feel like we wouldn't have been able to fully, fully enjoy it. You know, I can't go into the process and like yeah. spread Eagle and be like, all right, let's have this baby. And when it's like, let's when I'm still crying this. about the, you know, what could have been like, yeah. The um, so I feel like we're just going to know Well, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll know when it's, yeah. when it's the right time and, and, 
You will. Yeah. You'll know. But I think you and I will know. <laughs> More than me and Riley, it's like you and I will know <laughs> when it's the right time. You know, because I, I just, I don't, I don't, you know what I don't want is the, oh my God, like, like your baby would have been like this old and mine would have been this, you know, I, I don't like that. It just feels so icky. Yeah, but I'm, I mean, for me, I, and now I'm thinking of Piper. Piper was so excited. And the entire time she would look at my belly and be like, mm-hmm. why are you pregnant? Why, why, why you have a baby? She I did. Want she a cried baby. when we found out you were, when she found out you were pregnant. She goes, I want mm-hmm. a baby too. And see, and that's where in my heart, I'm like, I know, I know I you know. need to have another one. Yeah. It's for her. No, I know. But also the the outpouring of love and support and everyone checking in has been so. Beth just said hugs, Jackie. Emotion. Yeah. It, hugs back. Yeah. Thank you. Um, yeah. Just the outpouring, you know, love and support for me has been amazing. And although I have to say something. Um, I feel like the men in these situations, like the husbands yeah. or your partners, um, Tim kind of felt a little bit like, what about me? Like, no one's actually asked me or like reached out to me. Like, are you okay? Or I'm so sorry right. for your loss. Like everyone always goes to the white mm-hmm. or the woman. Right. And everyone's che- been checking in on me, like some family members. He was like, no one ever reached out to me. Like they didn't ask Aww. me or like send their condolences right. to me. I know. You're and right. I was like, like you're it's, right. It's both of your losses. Like, yeah. You were, you were also part of this and you're probably processing and grieving your mm-hmm. own way and not feeling that like love from people. It made that me feel so, so bad. Sad. And I was like, yeah. Anyone who so messages you just be like, in the future, Hey, <laughs> check in on Tim too. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, text exactly. Or put us on a group yeah. text. You know, how about you just group text it? That's also you know, a good include idea. the if husband. This happens to someone in your life. Yes. If some if something like this happens in, in your circle or someone that you know, don't just reach out to her. Like also include yeah. the the dad. Because they're also totally. trying to in a different way. Because I think that men go straight to like, okay, finances, like logistics, what does this look like? You know, like our cars, uh the the house, like all of it. They but again, they're also dreaming of like what is going to be um yeah yeah so sad it's so sad I'm so sorry that you had to go through that and I love you and you're so deserving and I think that you know God has a plan uh Michelle just said I contacted the dad for the loss of our friend baby and he said how much that truly meant yeah exactly that's so sweet yeah Yeah, see yeah um but I love you and I think that if you're meant to have one you know you're going to have one and um and all we can do is just like, you know, like I say, always say, let go and let God. And I let go, let God. I find peace knowing that I have two beautiful, healthy exactly. children in my life that God gave me and blessed me with. Everything I know happens for yeah. a reason. I don't know what the reason is. I'm sure one day I will yep. find out. Um, That's all. It just takes time. Um, I'm not trying to rush through any feelings. I'm not trying to rush. I think you were, you know, you've been a roller coaster. Like some days you're angry. Some days you're sad. Some days you're fine. Like it's. Although I have to say right after, I feel like there is a rush of the hormones and there's a hormonal process to this too, because I was so 
raging. I wanted to fight. I want, I was like, I'm, I kept telling mom, I'm just yeah, you're right. mad. Angry. I'm mad. And I'm, I'm, I want to, and I'm just angry. And again, I don't know if it was like the hormones or just my part of the grieving process. I think that is probably, I think it that is. is one of the stages. It is. Of yeah, like I think anger. it's the first one, isn't it? Um, I don't know. It's one. I don't know. It's, oh, it's up there. It's on one of the top ones. <laughs> well, then I just did, I yeah. went through the pro- the grieving process, and anger was the first one. But also part like the the horm- the hormones, right? Still feeling pregnant. Yeah. Still like. Of course. Y- yeah. And then and then you were yeah. yeah. I just feel like you've. So I feel like now it's two weeks later. I feel like I'm I'm sane again. I feel back to normal. Um, and how is your yeah, body processing? Like, are you fine? You just can't go swimming. You can't have sex. You can't do any of that. Mm. Right. No sex for a month. Just kidding. <laughs> it's two weeks. <laughs> Let me check in on Tim. Just make sure he's okay. I think yeah, that's why I'm you have like, to check in on the husband. You're like, part. I, it's going to be okay. Just, you know, a little, a little mm-hmm. in there, hand in there. Um, so yeah, no, no, so no. <laughs> God. Uh, um, yeah, no, no penetration for two weeks. No, like pool just cause your cervix apparently is still dilated or whatever. So like, you don't want bacteria to get in there and cause infections. Um, so yeah, so it's like a two week thing and that's it. Just, and then yeah, you technically could get pregnant again, like right away. I'm sure it happens. Um, it could, uh, after DNC, you could get your period as soon as two weeks after it could take a month, it could take a few months. So just up to the body. So again, up to God and whenever that's supposed to happen. I don't know. Um, Paola says, I appreciate how vulnerable you and everyone in your family is to share your lives with us. So sweet. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's not easy, but that's why I was saying, you know, if I get like, if I go through the IUI process and I get pregnant, how do I not share that when like, because this is what we have to talk about during like those 12 weeks of like the it fear is. and the this and the excitement and like all you got like this is what unites people and we talk about it. We're all going through it. Why are we not saying anything about it? Because you got to feel safe in a space, I, right? And it's like I think it's like find your community, find your safe space and whether it's with a best friend, you know, your family, whatever, like which – well, I guess I guess that is finding – I mean I guess people do tell their family, immediate family, right? I mean maybe some don't but – I guess instead of yeah. sharing it on, you know, social media or whatever. Right. Which, you know, and, and I didn't, I, we kept it somewhat private. We told family and friends because we knew those were the people that would be around us. Um, and they, they knew that, you know, I had had a miscarriage with, right. you know, the first one. So I've always been a little hesitant. bit more like yeah. very cautious and, and hesitant and, and, and also scared. Right. And so being able to tell everyone like, it's yeah. not over until like, or I won't know if it's for sure, for sure until after yeah. the 12 and weeks. And even then, you know, things happen, which is obviously terrible, but it's like, you always hum- almost have to like be precautious and like, I don't know. And you exactly. just pray for the best. Exactly. But I'm glad you're on the other side of it. And oh, thank you for sharing you. that. I love you. Okay. I know that was a little heavy and, um, you know, definitely a trigger warning for all of that, but I did promise that I was going to, you know, share with you guys a little bit of the fun stuff that we talked about on Patreon, a little teaser for you. Uh, so I hope you guys enjoy. We talk, uh, housewives, 
Uh, I saw a housewife at a dinner event that I was at yesterday. Um, and I talk about After Dark. Oh, someone's at my door, but I hope you guys enjoy. Riley got invited to this event, and it's this new company. It's actually very cool, Chef Chefbly. And they basically are like if you want to have like a really high-end, like Michelin star private event and you're like your home or wherever, you can basically book them and you can book like a, a very high-end chef to come and do this like beautiful event in your home. Mm. We went and it was at this $15 million home in Dana Point. I didn't feel like it was a $15 million home. I kept walking through. I was like, I wouldn't pay $15 million for this. Not like I even have a fucking mm. fraction of that, but I'm just saying, you know, I love to be picky. <laughs> um, and I'm only going to say this for Patreon. Um, <laughs> And we're going to cut this out of the regular show, but this is why you get Patreon. We normally like listen to music this like the entire time, but we've been yeah. driving to Vegas to go see my dad for years. And then this time we were like, Forever. should we like watch Housewives? Yeah. Put on a show. Yeah. <laughs> we, we binged, we binged RHOC the, this new season. Okay. I didn't I think just I feel like it's much. so. I feel like they're just dragging on the whole Tamra and Shannon and then becoming friends again. Well, you, like, you, you oh, have to keep, we you have to it. keep watching. People that are on reality TV now, like have full glam. You're only showing what you want to show. It's just not, it's just not authentic anymore. I was just going to say that's it's, they're trying to be politically correct. Yes. They're, it's their image. It's their social brand media. Now. It's very, it's very totally. calculated. And that's I know, I like. but it's unfortunately, I think we're just never going to go back to those raw, those raw dog days. Raunchy. The raunchy, real raw. Although maybe shit. it's a pendulum. Maybe no. eventually we'll get back there. No, I don't know. The way that the world's going, it's just never no. going to. It's like not a safe space for so anyone. Strong. We have been talking like, okay, like we need to have sex. We like we have to like now almost like schedule it. Yeah. Not really schedule it, but like, hey, like we should really try to have sex tonight. Like, I got off it. I think for the first time with my G spot. Did, did you, you do and like different? how did you do it? Like, do you, like you remember? Did you do you remember everything? Me? Like, exactly. Like to repeat. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is, do you have your earbuds in? <laughs> I'm going to pop out. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. You'll never listen. You have never. It's just like I'm literally just there to be there. Just fill me in with somebody no. else. It's like I – like what? Jackie. No. That's like no, too much work. No, that's just way no, too much Jacqueline. Work. So you're just doing yes. it and then that's yes. it? It's also very mental and you have to be in the right space. Okay. Well, have you seen or have you heard like – you know how kids have like that the uh, the gym like little gymboree stuff oh God. Where, like that you can oh god don't make me look can, at like, gymboree differently like- what happened okay for men it's like <laughs> what I just look at you and I get hard it's like well when I look at you like nothing nothing tingles <laughs> <laughs> ladies let's just turn it up we gotta figure we gotta figure it out okay, yeah let's and spice then let's it like up. come back and let's let's like circle back reconvene and say and, 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 and let's see what worked. Thank you all for listening. I hope you enjoyed that episode. Like I said, a lot happens on Patreon. And if you're having a little FOMO, just jump over there. Honestly, I I, I may end up just doing my entire show on Patreon one day because um, I just, I, I hate this sort of like, I have like, you know, I can say certain things here. I can't say certain things there. I don't know. I got to figure that out. But um, But for now, go check it out. Uh, you guys can have all you guys have all the episodes that I've done in the past, all the archives. It's ad free. 
Uh, it's raw and it's just for you. So thank you all again for being here, for being supportive. I love you all very, very much. And I will see you next week. Remember, stay humble and stay hungry. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.